back, baby. New setup. Trying to get it done. Yeah, yeah, we back, we bike, we bike. Mm. Say you from Florida without saying you from Florida. Well, we bike. Hey, we bike here. Bike, bike. Bye, bike. All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend. And with me, I have the beautiful co-host, Call Girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. How you doing, baby? I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. We're doing our trials on recording what I set up in a in a different room now. I know. This is different. Yeah. Got all these bright lights on you. Yeah. All the lights. Hey, I feel like Mr. Cheeks. Lights camera action. Hey. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Them dudes is fire. <laughs> like two albums. Fire. <laughs> uh, there wasn't only two albums, right? It was Love, Peace, and Happiness. And I don't even remember that. Well, all I remember is Lights Camera Action. Fair enough. All right. Well, they had two dope-ass albums, so <laughs> it is what it is. All right. So what we got on the docket today, executive producer, Miss Fox of all foxes. Mm-hmm. On the docket today, just something light, you know, basically. It's a lot of Facebook wars going on. Facebook wars. And Instagram wars about wars? what women and men bring to the table. Oh. Feel like the women are being left out in this because the men feel like we ain't shit. If that's the case, then why you're with us? Anyway, hey, we could do that shit. Oh, a couple so, things we need to hit hit notes on first good. is um, we had already hit the Olympics. So one thing we missed for current events: Haiti. Haiti had a seven point two earthquake. Haiti? No, I got corrected on this. Haiti. All right, I'm American as fuck, so Haiti. <laughs> right, so they know what I mean. Ain't no disrespect. Peace and love to my people. You know what I mean? But so you got Haiti. They had a 7.2, and they had like six earthquakes when the last time I looked at it, when um when Big P sent it to me. That's my uh, mentor for the media stuff right there, the big homie. Shout out Big P. You know what I mean? So he uh he told me about it. He sent me the link because I don't be paying attention to the news the way I should. They had a 7.2, and then they wound up having six earthquakes within like, well, because of the afterquakes, you know, like aftershocks. Yeah, the aftershocks. And they was like 4.5, 4.1, 3.8. Like still tremendous. Crazy. And then people was talking about the 7 point. They had like a 7.0 on a scale, right, on the Richter scale. They had a 7.0 before, and they're like, man, it's going to be just like the 7.0. But what people don't realize, 7.0 to 7.2 seems relatively close. Mm-hmm. But, like, those decimals are almost exponential in nature, right? Because, wow. like, a 7.2 compared to a 7 is like – it's like one and a half times the size. A 7.2 is one and a half times the size of a 7. And it's like twice the energy. That's crazy for it's just kind of misleading. Like that, you know? Yeah. It's already poor. I mean, it's rich in resources. But yeah, rich in resources. Yeah, but the people are just poor already. You mean houses, everything, livestock, whatever, just all going yeah. down the drain because of this and i remember you remember a couple of years ago they were talking about they saw the blue light and whatever and they was talking about the earthquake was um man-made for how i mean it's a lot of stuff when you get on a conspiracy theory like man you mess around click one youtube video you find yourself in that wormhole before you know you on alex jones (laughs) you out here on on info wars yeah, that's what it was. They were talking about that when when Haiti had that big old earthquake that just really, I mean, it devastated damn near everything. And um, yeah, I think were, that's the one that yeah. was the 7.0. That no, was, not recently. No. This wasn't recent. No, I'm talking this about the 7.0 was a while years ago. Oh yeah, so yes, that's what so, I'm talking okay. about when they're comparing yes. it to that 7.2 to the 7.0. That's what they're comparing it to, not knowing that like 
said, like, if you do anything else and you're like, oh, if you was rating something, you'd be like, oh, that's a seven. And then you saw something that was rated a 7.2. You're like, oh, they're pretty close. It's misleading when you're looking at, like, when they're yeah. talking about seismic data. You know what yeah, I mean? that's crazy. So like, that's pretty wild. That, so it's yeah. like prayers go out to them. Then, you know, who knows by now, God forbid, they might have got hit by a tsunami. Because, you know, right after you have a big-ass earthquake on one of them islands, like the that. next thing you're worried yeah. about is a tsunami, tsunami coming through. But we haven't heard anything like that yet, so that's good. Then again, I also don't be looking at the news the way I should. Yeah, so. I would have got my alerts at least on my phone. Like, yeah, possibly. <laughs> Another thing, in New York, because, you know, uh, I'm a northerner, a Yankee, as y'all like you to call it. Yankee. Yankee, but... um. They made that. They passed the indoor mandates today. We're recording on the 16th. So Monday we're recording on the 16th. They made the um, indoor mandates. So you got to have basically your COVID, uh, your COVID shot card is basically like your passport to do anything indoors now. That's ridiculous. It's like, first of all, that's my personal health information. First of all, start off with his HIPAA. And we throw all yeah. that shit out the window. Yeah. You know, just like, well, fuck the rest of HIPAA then at the end of the day. Then. Yeah, it's up here like. Everybody got to know I got damn shots then. In that case. If they you, might as well know everything else. Heah, hey, in that case, if you want to get a tender profile, then we're going to need your, hey, um, we're going to need your STD reports line and everything else up. on there. Line it line up. Line it up. Which I don't mind giving anyway. I don't think yeah, you don't. Would, you don't, but old but. boy who over there who up here like, <laughs> I haven't had an outbreak in a year. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, he don't want to put, I got herpes on tender. Like, yeah. Oh, there was somebody actually. <laughs> What's that? She has herpes and she's looking for other. I mean, you know what? Whatever. It happens. People have the shit. They deal with it. It's treatable or whatever. They live. You know what's the crazy shit about that, too? You know that. So, a lot of people, I was listening to a podcast and I heard about it before. You ever heard of prep? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I I just, yeah, I just heard of prep probably like a year or two ago. But I didn't know, (laughs) I didn't know that, um, Possibly like last year, actually, the first time I heard of PrEP. <laughs> but what I didn't know is that people now, like I knew HIV wasn't like, it wasn't like what it was in the 80s. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It wasn't all the stipulations. Death sentence. Yeah, it wasn't all yeah. the stipulations of like, oh, this is a death sentence. This is a gay man's disease or this is a homosexual disease and like all right, this crazy right. stuff. It's like now it's more knowledge on it. But people will have it and it's HIV and it's like undetectable. Like they basically living like Magic Johnson without putting go- liquid gold in anything. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how magic got by. Well, that's the thing. Like you're talking about being undetectable. That means that there's no, um, you don't, they, they don't see the HIV virus active yeah. in your system. So it's not transmissible. Saying HIV virus is like saying ATM machine. I know, right? ATM <laughs> machine. Yeah, HIV. And your system is not transmissible. So you're not able to... Someone can't um, contract the virus. Yeah. So it's um, one of those things where it's like, okay, you have people taking prep daily. You so yeah, they when say you got to take it every day. When like it first multivitamin. came out, right, it was like if you come in con- contact with someone who has HIV or something like that, then, you know, you go and take prep, right? Or you know someone or your partner has HIV, you go and take prep. But people are just taking it daily, like on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, just, they, because they're just in case you want to get it in. Just, yeah, it's like, what? Hey, yo, you, I know. I you, mean, you talking f- about living dangerously? Yo, grab some prep or plan B and, and, and some peroxide. Or your damn one of days. You know, you know that's what I'm saying? What Just they, go and throw it in. It. Good to go. Yep. Living my best life. Yeah, that's how they take that shit. And, uh, okay, to each his own, be safe, be healthy, be happy. That's fine. But I'm not. Where your dick look like a nutty buddy, you've been warned. <laughs> so stupid. It's wild. But, yeah, I mean. All of that, so. All right, let's get into the meat and potato. I just want to kind of knock out some of that stuff because it was just some stuff that I thought about. Like, damn, we were meaning, like, oh, we should talk about this. We should talk about that. Mm-hmm. And then we just ain't record because we've been living life. Man, it don't even 
matter. Like, you know, we just work going with the flow of things. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are events in life that's recently, well, that for the prep, like you're a little late on that, but. Well, I mean, I, I, I was just, I was out here wearing condoms and shit. I'm crazy. I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here putting a rain jacket Oh, they're like, fuck it. Like, no condoms. We yeah. getting it in. We getting it in like, right here. That's the worst here. thing we have to right worry now. about. So let's get the pills for it. And we good. We can go free willy, do whatever the hell we want to do at the end of the day. I mean, that's crazy. What if you get like so, syphilis? Prep don't right. do for syphilis. Ain't no prep for that. You'll be out here like Jack the Ripper. Got no prep for syphilis, herpes. You ain't got no prep for that. Yeah. But then you can get a Valtrax commercial. And they have to, we be looking at these commercials. For a lot of these drugs, they got like a drug for everything. Mm-hmm. But some of the damn side effects is worse than Ain't the no actual leakage. drug. Yeah, <laughs> you be out there like, oh, well, you get headaches? Well, take this medicine. Side effects include loss of fingers, loss sudden of feeling death. and toes. Uh, the sudden, sudden death was yeah. the one that killed me. Sudden okay. death, heart attack, sudden stroke, death? erectile dysfunction, vaginal <laughs> vaginal discharge, anal leakage, like mm-hmm. God damn! I just take some. I just take some Ultra and call right. it good. Hey, hey Doc, give me an eight hundred. I'm good, big. Yeah, just like um. Well, I think when I had COVID, I think um they prescribed me some medications. Or if I was recently, I had like a really bad sinus infection. It was recently when I had a really bad sinus infection, and one of the medications they gave me had some weird ass side effect. I'm like, uh, yeah. no, just to stop me from being <laughs> stuffy. I'm good. I'll be stuffy, dog. Like I gotta worry about a heart, sudden heart attack. Yeah, it's up just a to keep from being stuffy. Like it's up here, like oh, call me Snuffleupagus. I'm hey. good. <laughs> hey, bird. <laughs> You know I mean? Hey, I'm good. Hey, bird. Nah, well, good. um, I remember my ex was telling me one time they gave us some they gave us some medicine, and you know how people don't really be caring and they'll drink while they on medicine and be oh, like, yeah. yeah, whatever. That shit said, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> me too. But her shit said, do not drink will cause violent vomiting. Oh yeah, yeah. Like some antibiotics does that. Yeah, it's like violent vomiting. Violent. Yeah. Like you just the exorcist out here. Like, hey, baby, like that's yeah. wild. Purging. You just like. Yeah, it's just a projectile vomiting. Yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. wild. I think I had a medication like that before, but I kind of took like a little just to see, just a little sip, just a little sip. Like, oh, we good? Okay, I'm take a little bit more. Drink a little bit more. That's probably what they mean. And I'm good. That's <laughs> probably what they mean is you can't like go out there and just go for the Olympics. Yeah, I'm about to shot put this thing. Right. No. What's happening? No, but so it, you know, and that's the thing about medicine too. When we come with these cures and all that, vaccines and all that. Everybody's blood, blood types, type, blood types matter. Yes, it definitely matters, especially when it comes to disease. So everybody's blood type, and body, and um, genetic makeup, chemistry is different, right? Yeah, that's true. There is no one size fit all when it comes to having a cure for any damn thing. Yeah. That's period. Because he may not, you may not react to whatever cure that they might have out there, but I will. Yeah. We have difference. We have differences in that genetic makeup, so there's no way possible that there's a one size fits all for yeah. everybody. Because people in so this different, damn you got to just think about just even with allergies and everything right. that we go through in life. Taste, but it's so many different things about us and our bodies that we don't have a clue about, and we just be shooting from the hip. And I think realistically, we pay the like, we play the numbers game where it's like, well, if it's a million people and we lose. X amount, you know what I mean? You kind of count mm-hmm. your losses. It's like going to war where you're like, all right, if we take this staple hold or something like that, if we take this stronghold of the enemy, it's like we're going to lose a 1,000 sh- soldiers. Mm-hmm. All right, that's only X amount, X percent of our total of soldiers yeah. or, or, you know what I mean, soldiers, sailors, Marines, whatever. You know what I mean? And um, But, yeah, that, that, that should get wild because it's like we're still talking about the people you die. But then if you think about how many people get saved by modern medicine because, like, 
me and um me and the big homie Dave was talking about it one time when like um if I could like I wouldn't mind living in a different time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like 1800s or uh, 1920s or something like that. Depending on where I was. Like, I wouldn't want to be here, probably, <laughs> per se. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't exactly mm-hmm. popping for us in the 1800s. You know what I'm saying? You know, that shit we was, don't want to be here. But you know what I mean? Like, the roaring 20s <laughs> or something like that in a city mm-hmm. or something like that wasn't a bad time. But the only thing is, even if I went back to, like, even before, like, before, like, the racism was as prevalent. Or maybe it's always been prevalent. Who knows, right? Yeah. But, like, if it wasn't as bad or something. I wouldn't mind, but I just want modern medicine. I don't want to, like, stub my toe on some shit and die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's some things that we, like, take for granted with modern medicine. Oh, what your grandma tell you? I'm going to tell you something. There is, There are herbs here on this earth that can probably cure everything. Our medicines are right here in this earth, right? We just have to locate them and find yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, like Hippocrates. Stub your toe, what's, put turpentine on it. Put some, <laughs> put some tussin on it. <laughs> Put some castor oil on. You know, I just put castor oil on everything. I swear yeah. to God. You know some crazy. Castor oil. You know Don't some crazy thing. I remember. And now I remember. <laughs> uh, I remember. Uh, my uh, big sister had told me that um, one time it was we was asking something. It was like yo, and my homeboy was like yo. You know anything that could cause an abortion for a woman? And she and my <laughs> sister was like, oh, give him castor oil. Mm-hmm. It was like that's a real thing. Like yeah, it's, it's crazy thing. the stuff. It depends on how far along you yeah. are. There's other herbs that will cause an abortion. Yeah, you're telling me some angel something. It ain't gotta be. Everybody don't need to know this. So get your okay, ass yeah. to the doctor. Okay. Go pay your four hundred dollars like hey, a gentleman. Go <laughs> get your ass to the doctor and let them check that lady out or a lady get checked out. Okay. Don't go around here trying to self do whatever you're trying to do. You know nothing about these herbs out here. Okay. Yeah. So that shit's um. This shit's pretty wild, but. All right, let's chop it up. Meat and potatoes. What you mm-hmm. said? We, we talking about I what mean, men this and is women? The meat and potatoes. We get into it. What's up? We get into it. You said what men and women bring to the table? Yeah, what they bring to the table. What y'all bring to the table? Y'all think, oh, I could bring the house and I bring the money. Not in every household, you don't. So, what'd you say about those people in those households? Okay. I think I what think what people. So, what I look at is like every relationship is different, right? So you might be in a relationship where the woman might be the bread earner. I think the problem is is that people. People people are trying to argue with people that got their mind made up. Like, you got some women that's like, oh, well, if a man don't make X amount of this and that, da-da-da, I'm not about to argue with you. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, you know, I'm a firm believer. As soon as a woman's be up to like, oh, well, I think this and that, da-da-da, you know, I'm like, keep believing it. You can have all of that. And whoever thinks that that shit that you're talking about is cool, God bless you and them and that raggedy-ass relationship y'all about to get into. At the end of the day, I feel as though when you're talking about it just, when you talk about it, it just it's different for every relationship. It is. It's like what y'all set up for each other is how y'all yeah. gonna live. So it's just the rules of the relationship. Yeah. Like some people cool with the like, all right, well, you're gonna pay all the bills and I'm gonna do shit and be a stay at home dad. I'm gonna pay all the bills and you be a stay at home mom. Or we do somewhat gender roles, but not. Because both of us work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Both of us work and we just got it set up to a point where it's like, I deal with more of the heavy shit, and I re- and I do the man shit in the house. We got more tra- between us. We got somewhat more tradi- traditional gender roles, mm-hmm. but like what people say, they're like, "Oh, well, a woman got to do this and that." Da da da. You know, you can cook, and you're a good cook, but you know, I do more of the cooking in the house if I'm home, mm-hmm. and that's not traditional to the gender roles yeah, per se. Like, I ain't cooking nothing because I don't got my girl there. What is she there for? Yeah, because I think dudes back in the like twenties, thirties, they must have been dying. Like that's why, like if they old lady died, 
if they ain't go down to the pool hall and go pick up, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> what you what you call uh the cleanup woman? Mm-hmm. If they ain't go pick them up a cleanup woman, them dudes stall. They be waiting there, babe, in the pool hall. I'm, in the twenties and thirties, I imagine. Nah, they be waiting anywhere online yeah. around the corner. Online, you know what I'm saying? Just looking for a couple. Just up. give me some. But I think I think so. For me, looking at it from a man's perspective, I think one of the biggest issues. So I'm gonna just talk. I guess I can speak to the women. You speak to the men, and then we'll find some common road to hop back in there and of stuff course. like that. But I think one of the hardest things for women is that women can't articulate what they bring to the table. Now, I agree with that for some women, and particularly myself, right? Because I have a hard time with expressing myself. Yeah, which is a perfect example because, like, I think you bring a hell of a lot to the table. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and when even when I asked you that day, when I just asked you out of nowhere, I'm like, what do you think you bring to the table? You name like, two things. I got like 20 things in my mind of shit that you bring to the table. And I'm like, this is why I'm with this woman. You know what I mean? This is why I'm with this woman. Because you bring all of these things to the table, these intangibles. And I think the intangibles are the things that people don't think of. Like, they think of, like, if you thought about it like sports, it's like, oh, I need this dude who the best shooter in the NBA. And it's like, mm-hmm. but what else does he do? Does he play defense? Is he going to hustle for the ball? You know what I mean? Like, if it was volleyball or something, it's like, you might not be the best spiker. You might not be the best setter, but you're the one who hustle and die yeah, for everything. It's like everything. that person yeah. is very valuable, right. and that's the glue that holds the team together. And I feel as though I feel as though um, that women just can't articulate a lot of times what they bring to the table. Like bringing femininity to the table is one of them things that I think. Like, you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm an advocate for saying that femininity is y'all superpower. Because mm-hmm. one of them things about it is you can say that stuff like, oh, I'm aggressive and this and that, da-da-da-da-da. Why, as a man... Do I want to sit here and fight the world, and I got to be aggressive? I got to go out here and be aggressive. I'm in the military. Got to go be aggressive. Um, we run a business. You know what I'm saying? So I'm out there with a gun business, being aggressive, out here with guns, aggressive about safety, and people ask, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then we do the stuff for the podcast. We do the paperwork for this and that. We got to be aggressive with the kids. Yeah, 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 discipline. And then I'm a go- and then I got to fight you too? I got to fight your aggressive ass? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit don't fly. So- you just say something like, oh, I'm aggressive, and it takes a man to this and that. I think a lot of times men's problem, and I can speak for a lot of brothers, and I'm talking about men in general, not even just black men. What the issue would be is I got to bring so much to the table to just be qualified to be in your presence. And then all the stuff that I want from you, I still have to continue to earn. And it's a hard thing to believe that people will be like, oh, well, I could be submissive. I could be this and that with the right man. It's like – but you ain't been practicing so much. That's like saying, like, you don't cook for five years. Yeah, so I agree with that part right there, what you said, you know, and um, just for my own personal reasons and stuff that I've been through and stuff that we go through, right? Um, so I do agree with that. Like, it has to be a practice. It ha- It's not something that you can just give because if you don't, if you haven't given it before or yeah. you don't know how to give it, then you can't give it. Yeah. You know, you can't give something that you don't possess at the end of the day. And that's period. That's love, friendship, whatever, companionship. Respect. Yes, respect, all, all of that. You can't you can't give it if you don't possess it or don't know what it looks like. Yeah. And better yet, don't know what it looks like for that person. Yeah. Because that's because, not a one-size-fits-all either. Yeah, because it comes down to, it's like love language. Like, the way I loved another woman, she might be like, yo, he loved me like nobody else loved me. Right. I can't love you the same way that I loved another woman. Right. You can't love me the same way that you loved previous men mm-hmm. because the and point of matters were too. different. Like, you know, respect for you is different from respect from my ex-husband or or uh, my son's dad or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's all different. And I think that when women say, oh, well, it takes a man, a strong man got to handle me or whatever. I think that on the surface, that's like how they feel. 
However, it's like, to me, what it's saying is that I need somebody who can get past these damn traumas. Yeah. If they can get past these traumas, then they can deal with me. No, but it shouldn't be a man's job to to primarily focus on dealing with your trauma. You need to deal with your own trauma. And That's period. And I agree with that. I feel as though it is a man's job. Like, what comes with leadership like when you get into the intangibles of a man, my intangibles just don't go to the fact like, hey, see this roof? Dope, right? See that car? Dope, right? No, my intangibles come down to more of the like helping you grow. You know what I'm saying? Because as a man, I feel as though I'm responsible for you in five areas, right? Like I'm fi- I'm responsible for you financially. Not like, oh, I'm going to take care of you. Because a lot of women are like, oh, I just want to be kept. And it's like, you want to be another child? Are you going to be kept? Like you have to bring something Tangible to the table, like like um. So I'm responsible for the five things. Like I'm responsible for you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and sexually. Mm-hmm. Like so, all of those areas I got to cover you in, right? I got to help you grow in, and I feel like that's one of the intangibles, uh, the intangible things too, because like that's the stuff that a woman needs, but that's the stuff that I just can't show you. You know what I'm saying? I just can't show you and be like, I mean, I can't show you on a first date, like, oh, yeah, you don't I know how well that I'm going to, I'm going to make mm-hmm. you grow. Like, imagine, like, think about how much you've grown since we've been together when it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to deal with this. No, that doesn't work. These are the issues you have. And I can see those issues and articulate it to you in a manner that you can understand it. Yeah. So that you can take that in and be like, oh, damn, I never thought about that. And, so, you know, we have conversations like that from, from like, you know, the first couple of weeks that we know each other to yeah. a week ago. You know what I'm saying? We had those conversations about intangibles. I think that, um, so what you said, um, I feel like it's both ways, right? Yeah. Though it's both ways because we we have that responsibility for each other. Yeah. In that way, I agree. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, we have that, and we we're not we're not always at the top mark at each one of those. So we have some of us have more stronger suits than others, right? Absolutely. And that's where we come in to try to balance one another to help each other grow at the end of the day. Which a huge word of what you said is is balance. Oh, yeah. Because the fact that it matters, I think too many times, like we said before, too many times people want to spend all that time like, oh, well, we got to be equals and we got to be equals. And it's like, we're not meant to be equal. I don't need an equal because you're not my equal. You're my balance. You're my other half, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean like, boom, like there's, a, there's probably a, there's a man who can be my equal. You know what I'm saying? But you're not my equal. That's the thing. So it depends on what equal you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of times when people talk about equal, I'm using it for the basic term, not the way we look at you. We look at each other as equals, but we look at each other as equals because we balance each other. Mm-hmm. Because the areas that I'm weak in, you're strong in. Yeah. Like I'm weak in spirituality. Mm-hmm. You're really strong in spirituality, right? Um, emotionally, we're both up and down, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've been bottling shit up so I could die of a stroke like all strong men do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> quote, and then, unquote, strong men. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, quote, unquote. That's not healthy at all. I'm bullshitting. But, and then you are overly emotional sometimes. So we're on two different sides of the spectrum where it's like I don't display enough emotion. Mm-hmm. You display all the emotions. Yeah. But it works for us. I got all the shits. Okay. Yeah, but it works for us because <laughs> it works for us because of just that fact of like we're – it balances us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it equal like, oh, well, you're strong in this, so I, you're attending this, so I need to be attending this to be equal. No. You could be a, a five and – you could be a eight and something, and I could be a two or four or whatever the number yeah. would equal out to be. Yeah. But it equals us out. So the whole thing, like if you look at a graph, right, 
And so we have one here. We're excelling or one person in the relationship is excelling upwards in this direction. And one person starts from here. Yeah. Over time, though, we get to a point. Yeah, over time. Like, when we old sitting on the porch. Like, when we old sitting on the porch. Why gotta be old? Like, God, dang, can I grow a little faster? Like, what's up? No, I'm just talking about, like, (laughs) I'm looking at it, like, when you look at the end. gotta be old on the porch to eliminate and stuff. You know what I'm saying? When I'm talking about old, I'm talking about. I'm talking about 60s. We ain't going to be working there. I don't want to get the point when I'm old. Like, I hope to get it soon. No, we're going to get it, but we're still going to be growing. Because the point it. of the matter is, it's just like a, it's just like one of my old um, CMCs told me, man. Um, CMC Bell, he told me, always be a yellow tomato. Right? And he would always say that. Pick that glass up. Keep that glass. Hold that glass in your lap and stop hitting that table. We're going to need numbers. I'm on empathy. Okay, well, that's fine. We'll get to that. But <laughs> what he told me is... Be a yellow tomato, right? Because you got red tomatoes, green tomatoes, and yellow tomatoes. Green tomatoes mean that I'm too, I'm too, I'm too wet behind the ears. I'm not up for the task. You're green. You know what I mean? You're green. Like when they say green horn, green, you know what I'm saying? This and that, you green. That's they talk like that's one of the examples they're talking about. You're a green tomato. Green tomato just ain't ready. You can't eat a green tomato. Fried green tomatoes taste good. Yeah, though. I get it. But <laughs> there's exception. That's that, that's the R. Kelly idea. Well, I'm gonna get them oh before they God. ripe over here. Let me tell you something, Rhonda <laughs> Kelly. But so you got green tomatoes and then you got yellow tomatoes. The yellow tomatoes always growing, right? It's growing so it can get ripe. Mm-hmm. But the problem is so many people feel like they're red tomatoes. But when you're a red tomato, you fall off the vine and then you rot. Everything after that is you rot. You're not growing anymore. You're not getting better. You're not doing anything. So it's like always be a yellow tomato because you always got to grow. So yeah. what I say about like when we 70 and we on the porch, I feel like our growth. Man, he done boosted up to 70. He said 60 first. God dang. All right, when we forty five on the porch, damn, is that okay? Uh, that's fine. I could be sitting on the porch. I sit on the porch now at thirty six. So forty five on the porch is you good with forty five on the porch? I'm good with forty five on the porch. All right, well you're gonna be good at seventy five on the porch too. So, <laughs> but now with the yellow tomato, it's like you're constantly growing, right? So, um, so it's like it's always gonna be growth. Our growth is gonna slow down because eventually we're gonna get me and you. I am really sure about it that like. Lower willing in the creek don't rise. You know what I'm saying? Like, we stay alive. Dawson's Creek? Which creek? No. No, it's old Southern saying. You know what I'm saying? I know my my Yankee roots still go back to the South. But Lord willing the creek don't rise. We'll be together. We'll be together until God take us off, right? I mean, but, another lifetime. I'm ready. Yeah, and we'll do another lifetime or whatever. But what's going to happen is we're going to eventually reach a point that we so in tune that that curve, right? Like this curve that we've been on mm-hmm. has been an exponential curve. It's yeah. like, regardless of where we've been at on that graph, it's like we've been. Yeah. But then eventually, it's gonna kind of like taper out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's gonna plateau a bit because we're so far on the same page that if we're not doing crazy stuff for growth, we're not gonna grow that much more. Yeah. And then that's gonna really be to a point where it's like that's when we just gonna enjoy our growth. We're gonna enjoy our compliments, our accolades, the. Some of money, growth, family, building, all the stuff that we done did. That's kind of when we're going to smell our roses. And then eventually we die. And then we'll start all over again in a new life. Maybe I'll find you in a nursery. Maybe I got to find you in high school. Maybe I got to find you in find college. You in high school this time. Next time. You're going to find me in high school? What about, ele- what about elementary school? That'll be cute. That'd be cute. I loved them since elementary. I loved them since elementary. I was in third grade and I would just learn my timetables. No, my luck. No, my luck. You, they probably won't have timetables. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because if you think about it, when we get back to that time, cursive. that time we was talking about, time might not be linear no more. Mm-hmm. Like we might go. Yeah. We so 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 time not linear. So we might go we back. Can go back. Yeah, we can go know. back and now we in a uh, 1700s mm-hmm. or something like that. Boom. I don't want that. I want to be other bays. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean that's true, but you don't you don't miss <laughs> you don't miss what you ain't never had, never so you had. feel like you ain't never had. You know what I mean? You never. Ooh. Yeah, it's one of those things. Cause yo, what's crazy about that? So you know that weddings used to always be in the spring, back in the day, because people would only bathe like once a year. Disgusting. Yeah, so they'll do that, and that's why they had all the flowers and everything. It's kind of like you know the bouquet. When you, yeah, yeah, the bouquet. I remember you telling us that somebody. Yeah, me and somebody else said one. Yeah, you got the bouquet, and then you remember when you was looking at like the flus when the doctors had them crazy ass beaks. Like, you know, when you look at, like, some of the things when they talk about the plague and everything, and you see them mm-hmm. doctors, and they had, like, the mask on. You know how my gas mask Oh, looked? the gas mask, yeah. But they had, it looked like it's a long beak on the front. Mm-hmm. They would fill that thing with, like, herbs and um, potpourri. No, no, no. Oh. They're, they're, because all the dead bodies. <laughs> oh, all the so dead So the herbs bodies. was to keep them safe because uh-huh. they felt it's like all these herbs are filter out all the bad shit that's killing everybody, you know what I'm saying, I with the plague. That. And then they had the um, flowers in there. <laughs> The kind of like overwhelm, so the kind of like offset that smell of all the dead bodies. Because yeah. you think dudes, you walking over dead bodies back then, and I mean, they have running plumbing hard, and stuff like that. It's hard like for that. me to even believe now that a potpourri would <laughs> would keep down the smell of a. But I think it's also meat. But you got to think it's all relative, right? So it's all relative to the fact, like if you work on a farm all day, right? Or say you work on a farm all day, and you around cow shit, animal shit all day, this and that. It's all factory fatigue is this thing where basically it's like when you go to somebody's house and it stinks. Oh yeah. Or you smokers. Go, or I'm smoking. sorry if y'all smoke. I'm sorry. Y'all yeah. know y'all smell like cigarettes. Maybe y'all don't, but y'all do. But what I'm saying is it's <laughs> like if, if people smoke in their house or something, like you know, you walk into somebody's house who smoke weed, it's like as soon as you walk in there, it's like Snoop just met you at the door, like, what up, cuz? Yeah, what's up? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? What's up, nephew? What's up, nephew? <laughs> you know what I mean? You do, they don't notice that because it's all factory fatigue. They've mm-hmm. been sitting in that smell for so long, eventually your body's just kinda like, All right, that's mm-hmm. the new baseline. Yeah. So everything else is different, but this is my baseline. So we live in a um, society now where things are so clean and things smell so well that when you get offset by a smell, it's like, oh, you, you pick up a smell. Like when we were driving on the highway and we ride past something and it smell like sewage, you're like, damn, what the hell is that? Are you farting, babe? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like that. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't farting. This and that, that, that. And then you look and you see all that stagnant water over there with 19,000 yeah. million mosquitoes. You're like, oh, that's what it is. That's crazy. You're talking about the... Um the bouquet. I'm like, so they just hold it. They hold it so close up to their little yeah. chins and shit because they stinking. Yeah, because they funky. No. And the crazy and so, thing wait, is, but they, they gotta just throw the bouquet at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck it, I ain't got to be clean. I'm like, I got them. Throw Yo, it out. You know what I think is wild. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think is wild. That's crazy. Fuck the bouquet. But this is the other thing. What you do after you get married, consummate the marriage, right? No. You think anybody from, like, you know how, what type of warriors they had to have to be performing cunnilingus and fellatio? Oh, my God. When I'm talking about with all that for Monday cheese, all that, that's crazy. And you only bathe once a year? You bathe once. So it's like, at best, like, I'm hoping that you just bathe yesterday <laughs> before the wedding. Or it's like, but if not, it's like, you ain't bathe for three weeks. Was it last week? I'm talking about, you know, if I come back from this, if I was, when I was working the second job, when I was working the second job, you know, I come back, don't touch me. You know what I mean? I'm like, let me hop in the shower. I'm not even going to disrespect you with oh these musty-ass balls. That's crazy. But then think about weeks of musty balls. Oh, my God. Just weeks of musty balls. I'm dead. I'm dead. No, my nose is sensitive. I'm dead. I'm dead. My balls would have fell off. <laughs> my balls would be like, huh. Your balls would have stayed there because I'm sure plenty of balls is stayed. What's, the, what's, the, plural, what's the plural balls? Balls is is. Balls is. That's they like mooses and deers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen fishes, 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 for real. But when we get to that, I think so. Back we was talking about, I think too many times people don't know what they bring to the table, and also 
people also have an unrealistic view of what they bring to the table, right? Because, like, Kevin Samuels is a big deal right now. He got a huge following the whole now. A lot of people hate him. But one of the big problems is with a lot of things with Kevin Samuels, like, it's kind of one of the things, like, a, some of that, a lot of that stuff applies, right? But people also got to remember to stay in their tax bracket. So I I don't I want I don't want to cut you off, but it was something before we started talking about bouquets and all that, and we were talking about um about the same subject, right? The women, I believe, as though when they say, "Oh, I want a man that's strong. I want a strong man can handle me and this and that," I think that the there's a misconception with what's strong. First of all, I know it's definitely strong a misconception. Strong man does not women. mean that he has to talk to you in a certain way or be aggressive towards you to get your point across. Like what y'all call, y'all have the classification of alpha, beta, and probably cameo or something for the C. I don't know. But I think that just because you consider a man a so-called beta doesn't mean that that man can't be a man for you. A man, the type of man that you actually need in your life. Not You don't need all this aggressive energy all the time. You need somebody who's going to sit down and talk yeah. to your crazy ass and let you know, hey, chill. I'm here to talk to you. What do you need, babe? This is how I see it. This is what we're going to end up doing. He ain't got to be all beating his chest and doing all that dumb shit just to get a point across I don't, across feel, to I don't you. feel like that's alpha, though. Right, but that's what that's what people think when yeah. they see alpha. You know oh, what, he's a dominant. sister. He tells us that, that doesn't mean dominance. Nah, it doesn't so mean dominance. I heard a sister tell us she was on um, social media. She was talking about women talking about, so they want an alpha man. They want an alpha man, but he like, if you're not an alpha female, that ain't what you want. And she was saying that, and I'm like, I hate that whole alpha male, Mm -hmm. alpha female, because people get so caught up in like, oh, I'm an alpha, I'm an alpha. And that shit, to me, a lot of times just be screaming Mm -hmm. for attention. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I had, I I watched that. I think I was trying to share that. Well, she said something about, like, she referred to the woman as, like, a lion and lioness. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about the same thing. It's like, you need that challenge at the end of the day. Yeah, you need that challenge because it's like, you need somebody to challenge you within a certain demeanor. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's where I feel like, a woman's, it is a woman's duty, not not just her right, but it's her duty to challenge her man's decisions. But I feel as though, like, a lack of femininity is the difference between being disrespectful mm-hmm. and being like, hey, bae, I don't understand this, this, and that. Because it's a man's job. Like, I feel as though it's my job to explain things to you, like, as much as I can. Sometimes it's my job to explain. Sometimes it's like, I just need you to fucking do this right now. Like, I've earned your trust. I've earned... At that point that I've earned your trust, I've earned your trust enough where it's like, I don't need all these questions. I need something done now. And just like how it is with leadership, like the, the men and women that don't work for me, I don't, it, like, I give them, I, I give it to them because especially like with a newer age and stuff like that, a lot of people, they, they want the why. Because people perform better when they understand the why, right? Like if I tell you like, Fox, grab that vase, move it over there. And it's like, okay, cool. You'll, you'll eventually grab that vase, move it. I'm like, Fox. We're getting paid a million dollars if you can move that vase without breaking it in 30 seconds. You're like, oh, "Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? The why matters a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. Sometimes it's like, I need you to do this because I need to now move my mindset. I need you to do this now. Do it. Move on. Boom. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do this. And sometimes you just got to balk orders, and I get that. But she was talking about um, how, like, the alpha male, the alpha male don't want to deal with a lot of things. And the beta male ain't what people think. When they think of beta, they think about, Oh well, I think about I a know. submissive guy is what. Yeah, they think yeah, about. they think they think about a, a whole ass dude, really, yeah, like a whole that's ass not hoe. What it is at all? And I don't think that like beta means you're a hoe. I think that beta means that you're different. And I really feel that like for a lot of women, a beta is kind of what you need. I think that it depends on the woman. I think, but I think like, yeah. But I feel like with a lot of women who don't understand, um, I feel like so 
from what from some what what the sister was saying would kind of change my opinion about some things. Men are selfish, and they and so they need this and that type of woman to either meet that or yeah or like meet that that. kind of thing that a go because like a lot of women, especially like if you got a lot of aggression, you got a lot of bullshit. It's a lot easier for a beta male to kind of be like, look, baby, let's talk about it. Let's do this and that, that, because sometimes that's what you need, and. But what I really don't think that a lot of men understand is, like, it's something about that that made me think about. It. It's more about being a complete man. Yeah. Like, I need alpha and beta tendencies. Mm-hmm. I can't just If we're going to use those words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the sake of those words. I hate all that shit because I really feel it's like it's just being a man. Like, alpha is just like, I run the house. Don't mean I'm an alpha. That means I'm a fucking man. Yeah. I'm supposed to run the house. So. Well, say go and do, 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 do. That's how you want. You want your woman not to have not no opinion. No. No and, another be docile as fuck. Like, no nothing. No, no, but just whatever I say, do yeah, yes, like, ma'am, yes, sir. Well, you say you, you tell me yes, ma'am. We about to have a whole well, you know what I mean. <laughs> just everything you could just anything you say. Hey, I'm gonna go and sc- scrape the sky pink. Yes, sir. I'm gonna go and why don't you get here and do this? Go lick the go lick the damn street. Yes, sir. Like, come on, nobody don't want but a man no. like that. You st- y'all y'all say that y'all want a docile type of woman. It's gonna do whatever you say. Like, no, because you ain't gonna respect that woman at the end of the day. Don't yeah. matter how you feel about, it, you're not gonna respect. No, her. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I need some pushback, which is why we're together. Because I need why some you pushback. You know what I mean? I, I need some you. pushback. <laughs> <sighs> but I need some pushback, and I know that I need some pushback. I realize that. But one of the things is too is like. When people say that they want, like, I think it's kind of like when, so when women say, oh, I'm a strong woman, a lot of women, like while we're talking about mm-hmm. misconceptions, a yeah. lot of women misconstrue, I'm a strong woman for I'm fucking insufferable. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So they be like, oh, well, I'm a strong woman and you should do this and that and da-da-da-da-da and you'll find it's, everything. Yeah, go, go, I'm listening. Oh, and, and you'll do everything you can. And it's like, oh, I'm going to be argumentative. I'm going to be this and that. Well, I ain't going to back up. Well, you need to be more of a man, more of a man. It's like, how aggressive do you want a man to be? You want to be on your ass like a dude? I think that that's um, right here in your head. So what you have an I, what your idea or your perception of what a strong woman is, you have that misconstrued. You absolutely yeah. have that. That's why I feel a lot of women because like. that doesn't you being you know aggressive whatever doesn't equal you being a strong woman. You know because a strong woman also knows that tender side, that feminine side, know yeah. how to use that for her strength. And right? I also feel the same thing about leadership with men. It's like think about this. I am an alpha, like, for the sake of the word, even though I hate using it. Like, I, I got to be an alpha at work. The things that I've done, mm-hmm. the places that I've been, the things, you know what I mean, all of the things that I've accomplished, I'd have had to be what people consider an alpha. So men respect me, right? Like, amongst men, I got to, like, you know what I mean, I got to poke my chest out a little more or something. But when it comes down to you, it's actually the exact flip side. Like, the most growth that's came from you ain't from me exerting the exerting dominance on you. Is when I just let you go ahead and you fire, 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 and I just spray that water because you're a fire sign, I'm a water sign. I'm like, cool the fuck out. Let's talk about it. And that's where the most and growth that's has my came growth from. Come from you because yeah. I'm always met with the same type of fire that I exude. Yeah, you so just you used like to meet not like, giving it to me. Yeah, so when I don't give it to you, you just like, I'm on 10. Okay, you feel good on 10? You're lonely on 10? How about we come on back down here to three and let's talk about it? You know I what I'm saying? Fucking talk. I don't want to talk about this. Wanna you don't want to talk? You want to fight? Well, you want to fight me? So, so what does fighting look like? Just like even when we when we play fought last time or something like that, you was over there like, I just want to beat you up, and it's like I just held you and I ain't do nothing to hurt you. All I did was restrain you and tell you how much I love you. And you was like, I can't fucking stand you. Beat you up. Yeah, look, you about to have flashbacks right now. You about to knock all this shit over. 
But yeah, I, wow. like so when we get into that, it's like I feel as though like women don't get to explain the intangibles that they have, just like men don't. Like I feel like a lot of the intangibles that I bring to a relationship, and a lot of the intangibles that made you feel like I was the man that you want to be with for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff, you didn't know that when you first met me. No, you know what I'm saying? it was always you constantly telling me, let me prove to you that I'm the man that I say that I am. Yeah, I ain't never tell you just believe me. I'm like, let me just pr- prove to you that I'm the man that I say I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm this type of man. Let me prove to you. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking. And I think that's a reasonable uh, I think that's a reasonable um, request from any man to a woman to say, like, I'm this type of man. I'm telling you I'm this type of man. Just allow me to prove it. I ain't telling you to believe me. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying to blindly follow me. I'm saying let me prove to you that I'm the leader that you should get behind and follow. Yeah. And then even though, you know, we're all human at the end of the day, so we all make mistakes and we all yeah, we all come short. judgment. We all, yes, we all. We fall down. My leg. <laughs> my leg. So, yeah, it's like that. and um, But it's not my job to sit here and ridicule you for having that mistake or having a lapse of judgment, whatever it may be. Maybe you led us in the wrong direction. Maybe we lost some money here or whatever the case is, right? So it's not my job to sit here and be like, well, you said you were supposed to be this person and that person. Da, da, da. You're still human at the end of the day. Yeah, so I'm going to make mistakes. So if I see progress, progress for both parties, I think this is the most paramount thing that we can have in a relationship. We have to show progress, evolution. Yeah. I, and I feel as though it's not even we have to. I feel like we owe it to each other. Yeah, we do owe it to each other. We owe it to each other to show growth. Why are you in my life? Yeah. Why Why do I have to be with you and not show anything to you that's promising or adding to your life? Yeah. Uh, if you ain't doing nothing but at least showing an actual true desire to do something and we're not getting there, it's like, just like how we was talking about before, how it was like the whole gun business with legendary operations and tactical supply. That's what you should go for all your firearms need. But, you know what I mean? It's like when we did that, it's like that just really came from the whole reason that all of this stuff is moving is because you because you were saying something to me like, Bay, look at all these people. They're instructors. And I'm like, I don't know about being no instructor. And he was like, you're great at teaching. You done taught me a whole gang of stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with a firearm. They coming to you with all kind of questions. Yeah, they coming to me. These people got been, they they over here selling classes for two hundred dollars, two hundred dollar classes, three hundred dollar right. classes, and, and they coming to that. me to teach them that. And I'm like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying. But then, you know what I mean. You lit the fire because I feel like that's another job of a woman to inspire. And you're my muse. Teamers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're my muse, so it's like your job is to inspire me. So you inspire me, and I think it works well because you've inspired men before, and you wind up having to carry the torch yourself after you inspired them. Yeah. But now with me, it's kind of like you you like that torch, and it's like, oh, I got it. You got it. You ran with it. Yeah, and you got it, and you got to come back to me and be like, hey, I want to run too. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I want to run too. Yeah. I I can't even say, like, I was about to say, like, I wish that other people. No, I don't because you were the perfect person for that and for me. So I feel as though me having what I have to offer to you and you actually taking it and accelerating whatever it is, it's, like, amazing because I never had that before. I always offer, like you said, I like the flame, right? But nobody runs with the torch. Yeah. It's like, I can't care more about your dream than you. That's yeah. your dream. And it's kind of like, you lit the you torch, like I go with it. Just like even with this podcast thing, it went from literally, Fox, we'd be having some dope ass, because we really just talked about this. Like, even with the podcast thing, it's like, we talked about it about like, yo, it'd be dope for people to hear like some of the conversations we have. And what's so dope is like a lot of the feedback I get back, 
a lot of dudes, especially like in the military, or grew up with me or whatever, they like, yo, these remind me of them conversations on the block we used to have. They used to be wild. Mm-hmm. These remind me of them conversations in whatever country we was in that we used to have or something like that. Uh, this remind me of like being underway, you know what I'm saying, and doing this, that, and the third and having those conversations. And yeah. that's one of the things that's beautiful. And what's crazy about that is for me to be able to have those conversations with somebody who ain't been through none of that shit. None. You know what I'm saying? You're just a real one. You're just a real one. So it's like we just real conversations. I and I think no. it's a real you heard that? Run it back. Rewind. Fox a real one. A motherfucking real one. A real one. As long as you know me. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, when it comes down to bringing, the ta- bringing stuff to the table, I feel like women can't articulate it. So women, a lot of times I see where they get emotional. About, don't know. Don't not put that glass on the table. <laughs> but um, a lot of women don't get a chance to uh, they don't get a chance to articulate it. Not even so much they don't get a chance. They don't know what to articulate because they don't understand where it's like, oh, I bring it. Because they say they'll bring these things. And uh, I think a big mistake for women in that aspect is women will look at it and be like, well, I got this and I got that. And you did so much stuff. That brings you like, oh, to compete with me. But that's not the stuff I need to balance me out. It's like, yeah. well, I went to a job and I make this amount of money. Well, I don't care. Yeah. Well, I went to the, and I did this and that. Well, I don't care. It's like, can but you do so the- I see. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I go. just want to. Well, no, go on with I, it. I lose my thoughts. No, 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 no. That's what we do. This is perfect for the podcast. We just don't do this in our real life. So I feel as though when women say that, it's like we're struggling to because what men's standards are. And what societal standards are like, we have to struggle to be somebody important to show our value because we were seeing valueless for so long. Okay. It appeared as though we were valueless in the home. We didn't offer much. We were just housewives and people don't take that as seriously or understand the value of the mother's place in the home. Right. Like you were saying, uh, when we were just having a, a regular conversation, I believe. And so I feel as though, when we when we're asked that question, what do we bring? It's always the physicalities. Yeah, so because always, you're saying you I bring wanna... money, you bring money. Oh, well, I could do cook. Oh, I can cook too. Oh, well, I can get this. I got that too. You know, it's always like that competition. Because to me, like the things that you, if the things that you bring are just services that I can pay for, because mm-hmm. I can't pay somebody to go make me money. Like Chris Rock made a joke about that. I said it on another podcast, but Chris Rock was like, oh well. You cook, I could pay somebody to cook. You do this and that, I could pay somebody to clean. You do this and that, I could pay somebody to do that. I can't pay somebody to make me more money. So I feel like the competition is that's when you're not operating in your femininity when you're trying to compete with the things that I have to bring to you. These are the things that I have to bring to you. I have to bring a certain financial status. I have to bring a certain amount of things. And when you try to compete with me in that area, it's like, well, what do you bring in the other areas? And you and you lacked in the other areas because you spent so much time operating in your masculinity to get ahead in the world yes that's what it is that's what it is and so like when you ask us that it's like oh well i gotta show my worth by showing what i can do and here's the you know all it comes in my head is the world war ii oh yeah um Mm. photograph of the woman with the damn scarf on with her muscles out yeah she out there still working mechanic and shit whatever she was that's cool like that's it but that's 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 how society plays a role i know like two fine still workers i've ever met in my life as far as women, mm-hmm. the rest of them look like me with a little bit longer hair. Right. Well, <laughs> so all that, all that's bullshit. But that's what I'm saying. That's but what I'm saying is, it's like, but this is the, the, the biggest issue is that uh, a lot of times I see that women tend to want to, women tend to want to want me as a man to care about what you think is valuable amongst you women. 
Right, what we think is But important. men, we don't value ourselves off of, like, what a next man values, right? Like, think about this. I can put this down? I guess so. Go ahead, Empathy. glass smacker. But <laughs> men men don't value themselves. Like, when we value ourselves off of stuff, we value ourselves off of like, oh, what well, a woman wants this. It's like, me grooming myself, that's not something. Like, all right, perfect example. Me doing my manscaping. Mm-hmm. That's not something that a man is judging me on. That's something that a woman's judging me on. Yeah, like, he shave his bowels. You know what I mean? Like, if it was just dudes, <laughs> dudes would shower probably, like, once a Ooh, week. design in it, though. Yeah, it'd be like, <laughs> dudes would, would shower and do everything, like, shower and shave and do everything maybe once a week. Mm-hmm. And it'd just be like, oh, this is annoying. Well, this beard's getting caught in the machinery. If it was just men. We wouldn't even care about that. We care about that for women. And I think too many times women have got to a point now where they're trying to impress other women. Because it's like you'll do a whole bunch of stuff and be like, oh, well, I make this money and I do this and that. And you either want to compete with a man or impress other women. And it's like, that don't do nothing for me. Let me prize on these old. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, as a man, I've been, as a man, as a, I guess not a speech, but it's a gender. When we're just talking about just the two genders that we know about. Like, we ain't trying to disrespect oh, yeah. or be dismissive oh about nobody else's yeah, gender. Yeah. We're just talking about. Jeez, uh, yeah, we're just talking about regular men and women with far gender. So that's what I'm going to talk about. He a man, so we're going to talk about yeah, other stuff. We'll have other people on the show for all that other stuff. Yeah, we'll bring but some people in for all that. That's not our expertise, so we we're not going to disrespect it with our lack of. We understand. Carrie, we're not going to disrespect it with our lack of research and, right now. And other folk, we not. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that Carrie in that community, just Carrie be busting my ass about research. <laughs> That's what I feel like Carrie be on my ass. Carrie, you're going to be on this show. She is. She's going to be gonna on the show. We're going to get her. Gonna Have you talked to Carrie about us. being on the show? Um, No. <laughs> well, so we are, I don't even know how Look, many episodes Carrie's in. Carrie's been my friend since fucking, so we got to know, kidnap like Carrie? first or second grade or something. Like, she will definitely come on the show. She's been trying to get up here when I got a car accident. Oh, she yeah. would love to come up here. She's been trying to get up here forever. So. Carrie. Uncle Legend would love you have you in yes. yeah, Uncle Legend's corner. Yes. But that sounds a little sexual. I'm like, God damn. I ain't say Uncle I want to bend no, over in the corner. First of all, how you said it, it was just all like, Carrie, Uncle Legend would love to have you in Uncle Legend's corner. I'm like, God damn, you gonna put it in a corner and do what? Like, what are we doing here? Research. I mean <laughs> <laughs> you got them scrappy do knuckles up for your ass. Nah, I ain't want I don't want no problems. Mm-hmm. I don't want no problems, Fox. Mm-hmm. But um, so that so that's where a lot of that comes from. So like when, when men asking what women bring to the table, it's kind of like women hold themselves in so high regard because as a youth, and me and you talked about this, women been taught that like we can have everything. Yeah. So one of the things that shifted with that is like as men, as a man, I've been expected to produce the same thing regardless. Like I've been expected to make money, to be able to take care of the home, to take care of the kids, to take care of you. And stuff like that to do all of that stuff. Like that's been stuff that's been expected from me since whenever, right? That's the same thing that was probably expected of my daddy, my granddaddy, my great granddaddy, great great granddaddy. The whole nine. Oh, the a lot of stuff then changed for women because at a point, women started to look at like so, like the generation before us, like our mothers and the generation before that. Yeah. Some point along the line, that like a woman holding down the house lost respect with women. Yeah. Like you know you what I mean? To do that it didn't you. lose respect with men because yeah. men was just uh, it, the the problem is that men didn't respect women in the workplace, and I think that was the twofold. It was like women who was working looked at women who didn't work, who was like housewives, and was like, like "Oh, you're a housewife." You have, yeah, and you know what I mean. Versa, and then men had the word like, "Oh, you're working." Yeah, you know? you're working, and right. and then but it became more of a like 
oh, well, we're independent, we're this, we're that, and da 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 So, like, to get back to what you said at the beginning, it's like when men, when men keep asking, like, what you bring to the table, well, men are just getting to this point of saying what you bring to the table. This is a more recent thing when men are asking that, and I was saying the last few years. Women been saying that about men for a long time. It's like, what you bring to the table? If you don't pay the bills, if you don't do this and that, da 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 So women been tasking us with this for a long time, and it's like, okay, now we're in the era where women been women been bashing men forever. I give you a perfect example. It was a, a group on Facebook I was in, and they said like, "Yo, how do you know if a man cheats?" And they was like, "He breathes, he blinks, he eats food, <laughs> he does this and that." So then it's like, "Well, if y'all feel that way, I hit him with yeah. the same thing that women said, the same thing that you just said." Well, why are you with us then? Mm-hmm. Why are you if you feel as though every man cheat and you feel every man do this, that, and the third, then that's the definition of insanity. You're gonna keep. Mm-hmm. You gonna keep hopping on the next dick, thinking it's different than the last dick? No, if we all cheat, then why are you thinking that? Get a girlfriend. Yeah. The same thing that women say to us about like, well, if if you don't feel like women bring nothing to the table, go. No, I think what men are really trying to say is that like we would like for women to bring more to the table than just, oh well, I gotta ask so I don't gotta do nothing because I feel because I feel as though a lot now, of time. that's only a recent development with all these BBLs and stuff that we were talking about on the very last podcast we did. Yeah. I mean, just all bringing ass and all that. Everybody had an ass, whether it was a voluptuous ass or a medium ass or whatever ass. Well, I mean, everybody got to take a shit. Everybody got ass. Right. right. That's what I'm saying. So um, it, when you're talking about, oh, just, oh, I got this big old booty, oh, I'm beautiful or whatever, there was a lot of beautiful women and naturally beautiful women at that. Yeah. So it's like that you have to have more than that to just offer. So this has been a recent development with the whole body image. Oh no, my God. I don't think that I, I'm presenting myself. You should be thankful. Take care of me. No, that's not how it goes. Yeah, because like a lot of women would be like, oh, I want to get taken care of. And it's like, okay, you want to get taken care of. So you want to be a housewife. Well, I don't want to be a housewife because that's saying kind of like a slave. And it's like, so what are what you, you bringing to the relationship? <laughs> right. Because it's like you're expecting me to go out here and make all this money, take care of this house and do all of this stuff. And then you're going to do what? Well, I'm going to. I'm gonna have sex with you when you want me to. Okay, but because I feel like sex is. You can get it from anywhere. I feel like sex is one of them things where it's like, especially sex when you're not helping me grow, we don't have a connection, we don't have anything else. I might as well pay for that. Mm-hmm. Like I might as well pay for that, get it done, or either go ahead and grab Palmy Lynn Hangela and <laughs> you know what I'm saying, get that shit busy. You know what I'm saying on X videos yeah. or Pornhub at that point. I'm glad you put X videos. In and I mean, I had to give X videos. You know what I'm saying? You know, okay. I had to get X videos in. No, nah, but you. there was a new one, Ghetto Two. I was like, wait, somebody from my poetry group shout him out. I ain't gonna shout him out, but <laughs> Thotimus Prime, easy. Autobots roll out. But it's dope though. Auto thoughts roll out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you're talking about. Get on to. <laughs> like, I know. I was like, what? And I checked it out. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's dope. I know people out there listening know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> telling me why. <laughs> but nah, so uh, like that's that's what you get into. And that and that uh, with that subject is like too many times it's just a miscommunication between them because I really feel as though I don't know, and y'all don't really um you don't really be fucking with the social media thing as much as I do. But I feel as though too many times that people just sit there and they talk about that. Like, men get crazy and they be like, oh, well, a woman this, a woman that. But you can't go off of, like, I want that standard of man and you're not that standard of woman that that garnered that standard of man. Yeah. Especially, like, if you don't operate in your femininity, you want a man operating in masculinity. Ain't no balance there. If you masculine and I'm masculine, we might yeah. as well be gay. 
or you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of women. I will say it for myself too. Not for me, like this is me, but I know women who have this idea of, oh, I just want a man to take care of me. I want this and that. But you're not doing shit with your life. Like yeah. you don't want, like you said, you don't even want to be a housewife. Yeah. You don't want to have kids. You don't want to help raise his kids. You don't want to cook clean. You want to do anything. You want a maid. You want this and that. What make you think that you deserve that? Yeah, that's why I be looking What'd at. What you put in, not just in a relationship, but in your life. Period. To make you feel like you deserve that. Yeah, because my whole you thing. You wasn't born you, into fucking royalty. You wasn't born. You don't Sorry, deserve shit. Queen. Like, like when a woman is say some shit about like, oh, well, I deserve this type of man. You don't deserve shit. Damn. You don't deserve nothing that you don't earn for. Like, you eat what you kill. Like, you know what I'm saying? I come from a background of like, hey, it don't matter what it is. It's like you eat what you kill. And it don't matter if you hunt, hustle, uh, stockbroker, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're doing, you're a doctor. It's like you eat what you kill. So it's like if you go out there and make the money, boom, you get to uh, mm-hmm. reap the benefits of it. It's like you go out there and you kill a deer. Right. You kill a deer, you get to eat the back straps. Right, right. So, and the same for the man. You know, the men really need to understand that, you know, um, the type of stuff that they're supposed to bring or what the things that they need to have that they're requiring all this from a woman that they're not equipped to handle what they require because they don't even have anything to bring to the table as well. I think that falls still under the you eat what you kill. Yeah, yes, yes. So we Still were talking primarily about women. You don't go kill shit, man. Don't work, you don't eat. Right. right. Like, if I don't right. go out and kill shit, then I don't fucking eat. Exactly. So now, what is it that a man would expect for a woman to bring to the table? From your man's point of view, obviously. So, I can't. So, for me, the things that's very important for a woman to bring to the table for me, first of all, is femininity. Because not everything that you bring to me, it's gonna come. It's gonna come off wrong if you don't bring femininity, right? So femininity, like I always say, is your superpower. It's one of the things where it's like, yes, you have the right to question. You have the right to ask where I'm going. I'm the captain of the ship. You're the navigator, right? So you have to make sure that I stay in the right direction. So you got the right to ask me and question me. But femininity, I feel as though is gonna guide you and keep you in the right area as far as like how to ask me, how to bring that to me, how to develop me and make me a better leader. You know what I mean? So number one on the list is femininity. And then two, I would say, is just being um, agreeable, right? Like agreeable, and I mean agreeable is in like just yes, yes, sir, whatever you say, walk all over me. I mean agreeable is in like don't don't fight me tooth and nail about everything just for the sake of fighting me and being aggressive and being this and that and having that misconception of like, oh, this is what a strong woman is. So mm-hmm. a strong woman is going to question everything and push your shit in and all that. Like don't do all that. Like, that's, that's irrelevant. That's not conducive to us building, right? That's conducive to you feeding your ego and feeding that feminine ego that you need to be like, well, you know, girl, why it didn't work out with him? Because when I question him about this and that, it's not about when you question me about this and that. That's when you was an asshole to me, and I don't feel like having my woman be an asshole. If I wanted to be with that, I got plenty of friends that I hang out with, drink with, shoot with, do everything with, hunt with. They're assholes. That's cool. It's funny when they're assholes, but I don't want to come home to an asshole. You know what I mean? And then... There's also the things of inspiring me, which is a hard thing because I need the inspiration. But that also, I get it, like, that's not going to be an easy one. People are like, well, how do I inspire? Well, how do I deal with your trauma and break through that to help you be the woman that you should be mm-hmm. and lead you just like you need to lead me to help me become the man that I need to be? I need to help you be the woman that you need to be. So a lot of that comes into the inspi- the inspirational portion mm-hmm. and valuing each other, right? And it's quite a few things. I ain't going to say quite a few things, but it's a lot of things that go with that, right? Like, obviously, you have to be attractive, just like I imagine I need to be attractive. 
Because just like you said, you'd fuck a pretty corpse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so obviously I got to be attractive. So hey, gun in my head. Gun in your head, yeah. I, you, you would rather fuck a pretty corpse. So, I mean, when you get into that, it's like, yeah, you got to be attractive. So that comes to the whole thing where it's like I feel as though we owe it to each other just to make it even so people don't feel like, oh, well, he's mansplaining. I feel it though. I owe it to you to look a certain way, to handle business a certain type of way, to do things a certain type of way, and look a certain type of way. Like you should. One of the biggest like um flexes is going to be I walk into a room and a woman sees me and it's like my lineup look good, I look good, I smell good, I'm dressed well, like I'm groomed well, I'm in decent shape. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just looking at that. I'm groomed well, I'm in decent shape, and I dress well. Those three things right there get a man in the door damn near anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm medium handsome. But guess what? I'm medium handsome and I dress well. I groom well. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in decent shape. So with those things, I owe those things to you. And it, oh, you owe it to me to look good. Like, when I bring you out, I shouldn't be like, damn, got to bring this pig out the house. No, and, it, and it's not just an excuse like, oh, well, I put on weight because of this and that. Because I don't feel as though that's susceptible for men or women to just be like, Oh, well, I just let myself go because of whatever. And then because of your insecurities, I'm just supposed to deal with it. You know what I mean? So I think um, a lot of those things, and it's a couple more things, because I think we probably need to split this one up into, like, mm-hmm. a part one and part absolutely, two, because we got absolutely. after this pretty There's late. so many different things. Yeah, we got after this pretty late. from each other, you know. So. Yeah, but I think the hardest thing on a woman's perspective is, like, knowing what I actually want, which is valuable that you, uh, yeah, it's valuable that you ask that question, because... I kind of already know a good majority of the things that I'm supposed to bring mm-hmm. that you expect from me. And that's really societal taught, though, at the end of the day. We already know the physical thing. Oh, man, I need to bring, you need to be able to have this X amount of finances. Not that He don't have to, nowadays, he don't have to support the entire household. But he doesn't have to, you know, support the entire household. But he definitely needs to have something to bring to the table, some type of ambition, yeah. some type of plan, some type of goal, some type of anything, right? Like but he yeah, can't lead right. you. He we can't know. lead you nowhere without a compass. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he just out here, like I think we make another turn over here. Right. So we I think it's like so. Next, I think yeah. we'll chop this one and we'll go part two. We'll go to a part two with this one. So the next podcast, we might throw some shit in the beginning or something like that, and then we're just gonna go with a part two. Yeah, we so we're gonna draw this one this, to us. Of course, might need a part three at this rate, but. <laughs> We gonna no, see. No, we can do a part two, but this is something that's ever evolving. So we're always yeah, we can always come back, back and, and revisit talk it. To it though, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. So this is great. So you know what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> you know, I'm t- you know what time it is, Fox. Yes, I know that sound. I know what that means. What time is it, Fox? It's gun to your head time. Gun to your head. <laughs> so. Easy when we got this one thrown in. You know what I'm saying? Wait, somebody, wait, wait, wait. Okay, good. I, you know, I was about to ask. I like know where they come from. Somebody slid into my DMs. But it's easy when it's for both of us DM, and ain't putting you on from... the spot. No, we ain't about to put you on the, oh, well, um, this was for Fox and Fox is about to feel awkward. Well, I'll get a hold of no gun. No, this is a gun in the head for both bad. of us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the gun in your head for us is gun pointed to your head. Okay. Recite one song perfectly. You're free. Mess up and you're dead. What song you gonna use, Fox? Oh shit! Hey, <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm I'm doing the alphabet song. Boop. <laughs> That's pretty fire. <laughs> That's dope as fuck. <laughs> you know what? I've learned about this over the years. Over because, the years. Mm-hmm, it doesn't matter. Like 
even if I sing, right, and I have this favorite song in my head, and we all know what my favorite song is, like, I... What's your favorite song for the people? For the world? I have a lot of favorite songs, but the favorite is Ribbon in the Sky, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. So... It doesn't matter if under pressure or I'm feeling some kind of anxiety or whatever, you forget the words. People forget the words to their own song that they wrote. Okay? So I know. No, I'm not. Right. Right. I right. made three. So I'm not going to forget the goddamn ABCs. What if you be out there? Here we are. And A, I can say them bitches backwards. Nah, 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 nah. I got it. Some people Q. will be like, oh, the national anthem. Damn me. I, I don't know that third shit. verse. And I, I damn sure ain't singing that third verse. <laughs> or the fourth one either that they yeah. excerpt. Yeah, the so third verse is the one they excerpt. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm not doing Nah, that. that's dope. So I was thinking something. I was thinking something simple like that. So if you had to pick a song, though, that wasn't like an easy song. What? Nah, you ain't saying. No, no, no. You got that one. You got that one. Because I'm going to get my easy song. My easy song would be Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Oh, boop. You got it. Yeah, so we in but it. But that's also, we... did you know that there's also another line to Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star? Oh, no. You know why Who I know this? No, I know. Because I've been on deployment. Oh, we done to brought this up and found that out. Yeah. And we had a, we had my boy who brought, like, uh, he brought Wikipedia. Oh, He Lord. downloaded, like, Wikipedia. Brought it underway on his computer. Mm-hmm. So Wikipedia, up to that time before we left, he had on his computer. So we was up to this. So I know. These what grown men do in the world's finest Navy. I just want you to Kill us. They, Kill us. Kill but us if you had to Google pick, and twinkle, twinkle, little star. Hey, say what you want because we have, we've been doing Gun to Your Head way before you knew what Gun to Your Head was. So if you had to pick a song that was made by somebody, oh. would it be Ribbon in the Sky? Like, uh, obviously, every song's made I'm, by somebody, but you know what yeah, I'm trying to say. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, every song. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm trying to say, though. Yes, it'll be Ribbon in the Sky. That'll be my second. Okay, you know what my second would be? Wait, the, we, it, would be, it would be Ghostface and No, Mary because Jay? I don't like, know Mary's part that well. Oh, you don't know Mary's part. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The Ghostface, you know, Ghostface Killer, All I Got Is You. Oh, it's my absolute you. favorite song. And then, you know, All That I Need by Meth. Comes in, uh, oh, okay. comes close, but neither one of them is the one I do. I would, would do How High by Method Red, really. Yes, <laughs> when I mean I know that song, like front, like you wrote it. I'm talking about like, the I'm talking times. about like, I am rap genius 80 mil times. Yeah, I'm talking about like, you go on rap genius and go word for word. I don't even need to look at that. Excuse me as I kiss, kiss the, the sky. sky, fingers on the scent <laughs> pencil, pockets full of rap. Yeah. I know the whole song. And that would be my song to roll with. Yeah, we ain't dying. No time soon. We ain't dying. We ain't dying. Damn, we out here. That's we out right. here. We That's getting right. by on That's that. Right. That's so I mean, right. easy day. <laughs> That's funny though. Yeah, I would never. I ain't on front with my ABCs or ribbon in the sky. I got you, Stevie. What's up? We live in a day. I don't know. <laughs> Stevie gonna hit a little, <laughs> and you gonna be like, bah. No. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and sitting with us at Uncle Legend's Corner. Any feedback, anything you want to talk about, discuss, rant about, hit us up at UncleLegend at gmail.com. We appreciate your support and all the donations that you guys have been sending in. One love. Peace. Peace.